0: Welcome to Chapter 2 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with J.D. Whitlock, CIO at Dayton Children's Hospital. In this segment, he talks about the two-pronged population health strategy they're adopting to facilitate better care among providers, the big plans his team has when it comes to big data, and how serving as an IT relationship manager with Mercy helped prepare him for the CIO role. Now, in terms of a clinically integrated network, what do you have in that space? Like i would seen something about Dayton Children's Health Partners. Is that the CIN? Yes. Okay. Yes,
1: yeah, so we do have a uh, clinically integrated network. It's uh, about 100 primary care pediatricians, zero of whom are employed by Dayton Children's. And so we partner with them. We do have an at-risk contract. Not fully at risk. It's some flavor of shared savings with mm-hmm. Anthem for 19,000 kids with Anthem insurance, including the kids of our own employees, uh, but not limited to them. It's all uh, additional commercially insured lives through Anthem, and um, apparently, I've been told it's the first in the country that Anthem has done something like this for pediatrics. So we are using WellCentive for that to get some of the billing data, and depending on the capabilities of the ambulatory EHRs that these pediatricians are on. CCDA and some other whatever they can easily do uh, to get some data into well Sensitive so we can do your normal population health risk profiling and some care coordination on that platform that was started before I got here. That was seen as the quickest way to um, to get going with something. Um, but we were also looking at how do we use the Epic Healthy Planet tools because we are also uh, we're in the middle of building a new building for our primary care group, which is largely a residency, pediatric residency program, along with things like a foster care program medically complex kids program, you know, heavy emphasis on social determinants of health. And so for that community, vast majority Medicaid population, we want to use all the Healthy Planet functionality. So really, it's a two-pronged strategy of of your traditional population health world, One, one with our CIN partners, none of whom are on our Epic, and then one with our own pediatricians, largely residents for our Medicaid population.
0: So really, you know, with something like this, there's a partnership required, you know, between the different entities are in, that are in play, and and IT's role, which seems to be primarily providing support and you know, kind of setting up the framework for that. Does that seem like a an accurate characterization?
1: Yeah, I'm. So I had um, experience in my last gig with um, with some of the CIN work and population health support. So I've been getting involved strategically with the group that's plotting out all of that to hopefully help them think through how we apply technology most efficiently to, to help with all that.
0: Okay. And then, of course, there's the, uh, the analytics piece.
1: Yes. So we are relatively immature on some of the EPIC analytics. EPIC has their Gold Star program, sort of their maturity model, and we are at the bottom on the analytics side, so we're trying to get up to speed on that doing a better job with using tools like Slicer Dicer and radar dashboards. Um, We have a rudimentary reporting functionality, so we're trying to do better on that. And then um, other areas for analytics, we are also in the middle of implementing Strata for cost analytics. We are live on human capital management and financial management on Workday. And we are uh, just kicked off a project to put supply chain management into Workday also. And that's new functionality on the Workday side. So that's a little bit scary, making sure that that's mature enough to really do what we need to do in supply chain. But you know, once you get all three of those in there, it does get you somewhere close to a real ERP system, a modern cloud-based ERP system. So we're looking, looking forward to that. Right. Um, and so obviously a lot of analytics on that side come come right out of that. I was, was talking to a, a guy that's doing the reporting out of Workday. That's all object-based, object-based database. So it makes some of the reporting a little complex if when you're trying to get creative. Yeah. Um, but yeah. uh, so Epic, Workday, Strata, um, in terms of the main data sources that you'd want to do for analytics. And overall plan is the Microsoft BI stack. You know, just because if you're already on SQL Server that all Epic Shops have to be on anyway because of Kaboodle, mm. then it is sort of a no-brainer to go the Microsoft route. If if you have not already invested in an enterprise BI tool for Tableau or one of the other modern BI tools, so what I would see us doing is, you know, leveraging Kaboodle, getting the non epic Data that you can relatively easily get into Caboodle, like the cost data, the strata, um, our patient satisfaction data, although that's a little bit complicated because that's slightly different flavors in the pediatric world, and then have Caboodle be the main data warehouse, and then where we have other things like the HR data, finance data, just build some tabular cubes and do some Power BI on top of that for some enterprise scorecarding, but that's, that's a little waste down the road.
0: Okay. So really uh... you're stepping in or you stepped in with uh, a lot of priorities going on or a lot of things land out. So uh, I'm sure it's been uh, an interesting first few months for you.
1: Um, it has. And it's, um, of course, it's challenging in a smaller shop. We're on the very small end of, of Epic customers typically. And you know the team that is 100 people at Dayton Children's, at my last employer, uh, Mercy Health in Cincinnati, the equivalent size team was 600 people. But, of course, that was 22 hospitals instead of one hospital. So yeah. certain things are harder and certain things are easier. don't have to coordinate between 22 hospitals from a governor's perspective. Um, on the other hand, if you need to do some epic build, it's the same amount of effort, whether you're doing it for one hospital or 22 hospitals. So it right. can be challenging, but it's a it's a really great collaborative leadership culture here. And all the clinical leaderships is a, a pleasure to work with. And so think that we are, you know, we're all headed in the same direction. We've got great leadership, a very visionary CEO that's doing um, a lot of sort of stepping out, you know, do, doing the right thing for for the kids, uh, even when that's not a money-making proposition uh, from the, for example, with that, the effort I was talking about for the primary care efforts for our Medicaid population, you know, putting a lot of resources towards that because it's the, it's the right thing to do, even though we can't seem to get any risk contracts with our Medicaid managed care partners, (laughs) but it's the right thing to do, so we're doing it anyways.
0: Right. That sounds like a sticky situation, which is probably a nice way of putting it. So your last role, that was Mercy Health, right? Yes. Okay. You were VP of, of Enterprise Intelligence. I can imagine that even though it was a very different organization that you're able to benefit from that experience in your current role and take take some of those lessons learned.
1: Absolutely. Yep. So my day job was as the name implied focused on analytics at enterprise level. Having said that, Mercy was pretty decentralized with where all the analysts were so as as Gartner suggests, best practice today is manage the data centrally do good data governance, so you all agree on how you're defining things and you agree where you're getting the data from, but then have some of the actual analysts, you know, sprinkled throughout the organization reporting up through their clinical and business leadership. So I had the, uh, the Epic Clarity team, our data warehouse team, which was both Kaboodle and a separate enterprise data warehouse, a data management team that did a lot of work with the Revit cycle and a Pop Health BI team that did a lot of work with getting paid claims. We were using uh, IBM Watson Health, Explorys, both the Explorers and the Truven chunks of that. Um, So that was my day job, but I also had Mm -hmm. our uh, CIO had us uh, each of her direct reports assigned to one of Mercy seven regions to be the IT executive relationship manager person. So in those duties, I got a good overview of, you know, all things IT. And so that's really helped me greatly in this job. A lot of lessons learned from Mercy that, that I can deploy here at Dayton Children's.
0: What sort of things did you do in, in that role of the uh, executive relationship manager? Like, was it mainly like having conversations, or kind of how, how did you, how did that go?
1: So I would spend one or two days a month in in this region. It happened to be our Mercy's Lima, Ohio region, St. Rita's Medical Center. And I um, live in Dayton, so it was actually about the same drive, whether I was driving south of my office in Cincinnati or north to, uh, to St. Rita's in Lima. And, and so I'd spend a day or two up there and had a staff there of a relationship manager, a full-time relationship manager there, and a technical site lead, as well as the field services and other things you, of course, need for local support. And then I would go to the senior leadership team meetings There once a month and hear what their challenges and struggles were, and meet with the local CEO and make sure that you know we were getting things done for all of IT. And then if if there was an issue with there was a network problem or some other problem that was not part of my day job, then I would bring that back into our normal staff meetings in Cincinnati. It was it was sort of a nice um, creative tension where the VP, you know, the the direct reports to the CIO would come back and say, "Hey, I heard about this in Youngstown or Toledo or Lima or or Cincinnati," and you know, how do we all work together to, to give better service? So it was, it was a nice model.
0: Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com podcast.